Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Have you ever thought about taking some time off from drinking? Just consuming alcohol in general. It's called the Sober Curious Movement, and more and more people are considering what their life might look like sans alcohol. This all started, I believe, around eight years ago. Somewhere I read it was in 2014 that somebody first posted about Dry January. And that was a movement where people were giving up alcohol for the month of January. It's kind of a reset. Yeah, it was uh, and started by uh, millennials, I believe, were the the driving generation behind it. Gotta love some millennials. That's what they're saying. By the way, that would range anywhere now from, what, 20s to... Late twenties, early forties, uh, right about forty. Yep, yeah, I think forty-one right now is the cutoff. So, and then it, it's funny because you watched it kind of gain a little steam, and then it went to sober October, and now it feels like a lot more people are talking about not drinking at all. Like it's just not a part of their life. If you notice when you do go out, at most places that are. You know, I would say decent dining. They offer a, an assortment of what they call mocktails, right? Which right? are nicer drinks with with no alcohol in them. They give you the fancy glass, but you, <laughs> in a lot of the uh, mix mixes, right? But no alcohol, so you and don't they taste good. <laughs> so you, you don't feel like you're out of place. Uh, Sober curious, though, is a movement that is gaining a ton of steam. You know, you go back to that start of 2014 and it became one of those things that a lot of people like a New Year's, and I hate these words, resolution, right? But a lot of people would get, you know, come off the holidays, go, oh God, I drank so much. And then they would they would try to go from January 1st through the end of the month to start the year completely sober to kind of reset their body. The first time I did dry January was in 2021, and my dry January lasted till about the first week of March, I think. Right. You were inspired by what was going on during the pandemic. Everybody was just, everybody, well, there was a lot of cocktails, a lot of wine, a lot of beer. A lot of late afternoon cocktails. Yeah, a lot, a lot of late night cocktails. A lot of late night cocktails, a lot of day after day cocktails. Not, listen, we weren't doing, we weren't doing it with that specifically ourselves, but a lot of people got creative with a lot of cocktails during the Zoom meeting. Looks like a cup of coffee to me. That type yeah. of thing, right? There was a lot of that, and it it was fine when we thought it was going to last for two weeks, but when it dragged on for months and months, I, I drank a bit more than usual in 2020, and well, I think I'm not alone. You no, know, I think a lot of people did. Uh, so this, this Sober Curious movement is, I mean, more than ever now, really gained steam because coming out of the pandemic, I think a lot of people are feeling like, okay, it's time to somewhat get back to normal. And there's some cool products that are available that go hand in hand with the Sober Curious movement. Some alcohol alternatives and some uh, mixers and things, even locally with like Sweet Haven Tonics. Right. A brand that uh, is 
um, what's the word? Like natural. Sure. Why was why was that a hard word for me to think of? <laughs> but she makes it all out of uh, locally sourced. That's what I was thinking of. Locally sourced ingredients, and you can make mocktails or cocktails. Yeah, but I don't think we can blame what's happening on the the pandemic. No, no. It, I just it, like so many things. It was a catalyst. Well, it just kind of I think exaggerated a, a a problem for a lot of people that already existed. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, but so much of our Culture is surrounded by alcohol. Again, every time something goes right or every time something goes wrong, Americans, and it's not just Americans, people in general, a lot of them use it as an excuse to drink. It has become so ingrained in everything that we do. And when you aren't drinking alcohol, you really see it. Yeah, if you're wondering what it's really like in in society if if you're not drinking stop for 30 days and go about your everyday life and don't skip anything yeah go to events go to all of go the out events go for dinner go, go to, to the parties yeah it's wild or or, or or when everybody's going out after work on friday or or any other night go with them and just it, it's and just, a it, different perspective oh yeah and not only that but just see what it's like to not drink. I mean, people, the, the weird thing is, and we've talked about this, the weird thing is you'll be the weird one. You'll be the weird one. Um, and if you are a woman, everyone will assume you're pregnant. Full stop. That's. That is no joke. There's likely several rumors floating around that, is, that I am expecting, which I am not. That is no joke, because if you order a tonic with a lime in it and you want it to look like a cocktail, every waitress on the planet is going to give you the wink. Yeah, yep, I'm going to uh, I've assume. gotten a lot because the thing about it is I enjoy tonic and lime and that's what I've been drinking when we have been socializing. But I don't want it in a giant pop glass with a straw. Right. It, you just stick out like a sore thumb. Right. It doesn't it doesn't have the same feel in your hand. You just want to sip on it, too. You don't want to slug. A... So I order a tonic right. and lime right. and I ask for it in a drink glass. And every time I do that, I get the. Oh, and the wink from the waitress, right. like, I got you. You're right. you're pregnant and you don't want anyone to know yet. Right, right. Which but, tells you that that's the reason that most people would be ordering and choosing that to drink. Right. From right. the waitress's perspective. Yeah, it, it, it's an odd, it's an odd feeling. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, it, it, it changes because I just wanted to see when you decided you were going to do dry January again you've done it in the past this year you started on christmas day you were like i'm just gonna pick it up the holidays are pretty much over besides new year's right right but we didn't we didn't drink we don't really participate i mean we haven't done anything in a few years so it's been since christmas day that was the last time we had any alcohol any (laughs) right 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 and it is odd because if you're not drinking sooner or later somebody is going to ask you why yeah what's interesting is how confused people are by it right i why don't you drink i don't i just i'm not drinking right now here's here's yeah and and that's become part of the issue right you can't for some reason every time somebody in the past has stopped drinking it's because they were some kind of a raging alcoholic and it was ruining their lives now in in 2022 there are a lot of people, and there's this growing movement 
that just decide they don't want to drink alcohol anymore. They're normal, I mean, individuals, right? I mean, they're not, again, they're not on the brink. They're not suicidal. They're not, they don't need to go to rehab. They just don't want to drink anymore. And, and it's difficult to try to explain that right to people. Absolutely. That's, that, that is a huge thing. Because you're right. It is. I, I mean, I think even five years ago, if you knew someone who was making the choice not to drink, it usually had either gotten really bad. Something happened. Right. You know, they they were legitimately struggling with addiction issues, which is a different category than sober curious. Sure. Right. Um, you know, and there are great resources out there for people who are at that point. But the sober curious movement is people who um, would not consider themselves to have a problem. Right. That just decide that alcohol is not serving their life anymore and they just stop. Or they just don't want to drink. Right. They're right. It's like, I'm not, not interested every- in it anymore. I feel like I've outgrown it. Whatever the whatever the phrase you want to use is, you're just not drinking anymore and it it blows people's minds. Yeah. They can't figure it out. They're like, well, why would you want to do that? Jim Gaffigan does a great bit on it where he talked about you know, like when whenever you tell people that you don't drink, they're always like, Why? Right? <laughs> he was like, it's the same thing. They never ask you why. If you're using mayonnaise or you won't use mayonnaise, you know, he goes through What's that. Whole, wrong? Yeah, he goes. Through what the, happened with mayonnaise? He goes through that thing. Are you addicted to mayonnaise? Can I eat mayonnaise? <laughs> right. He goes through this whole thing. And I'm like, that's exactly it. That's how you feel. Right. So initially, because if you think about it and we, we had this discussion the other night, just go through a week's worth of events. If it, whatever you do. Right. And just see how many of them have alcohol involved. Almost all of them. It, it, uh, one in broadcast, I knew it was kind of like that, but now everything we, it seems like everything we have done for the past, myself, almost 30 years has revolved around it, it being involved somehow, sure. right? Whether it's that Absolutely. Or, yeah, it's just everything. If you think about it, concerts, parties, this, that, going at bar remotes, just all of that stuff. And I think it's important to point out from our perspective, we don't have a problem with alcohol. We don't have a problem being around it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a problem being with people who are drinking. And I know that everyone that is walking this path, if I can use that phrase, right, has a different experience with that. But for you and I, we've been socializing just like yeah, normal. Right. We just aren't drinking while we do it and it it, it feels i just it, it felt more awkward at first i just wanted to see like I've, I've heard people say oh man you'll feel better you notice you'll sleep better on the weekend specifically because that's you know in the evenings that's when a lot of people tend to have a mm-hmm. few cocktails you'll sleep better and all that so you go 30 days and and you, you'll notice that stuff and in a few weeks you'll notice your sleep probably improve yeah, but you get into the, about that 30-day mark and you start to look at your skin every morning in the mirror and you're like, oh, that's starting to clear up. I don't look as puffy. Then you get to 60 and you know, and 90 days, you get into that three-month mark and you really start to feel the differences. And you start to navigate through those awkward social moments where you just, you know how to deal with it. And it starts to get less awkward. I think yeah. if you hang around with a lot of the same people. You know, they either know that you're not drinking and it's right. fine. It's not weird anymore. And sometimes um, you may have relationships that were 
really focused around drinking and you maybe don't hang out with right. these people as much. You know, it's funny because like with anything else, uh, the social media algorithms are so good that if you start digging around and just investigating this stuff, you'll, 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 it'll just start popping up. Ton of them. There's a lot of it out there. TikTok, Instagram reels. Yeah. All of them. Facebook, all of them. And it's, they all talk about the same thing. And by the way, the movement is growing. It is. And I've posted a few times on my personal Instagram account um, about ordering tonic or what, what kind of mixes with tonic. And I've had more and more people reaching out and asking questions about how I'm feeling, the differences that I've noticed have have I lost any weight and just a lot of questions like people have it kind of in the back of their mind like it's popped up but they don't maybe know anybody who's doing it right um and so I think there are a lot of questions out there about what a person's experience is like navigating the world with no alcohol right right it's it it is strange I mean the the one thing that really stands out to me is how much of most people's lives revolves around that when it comes to socializing. Yeah. It's it it it's crazy. You don't realize it until you're you start watching for it. And if right? a it's fear that I had with socializing was am I gonna feel like I don't like I don't know what to say or am I gonna feel out of place? And no one really pays attention. No. No, no one, no one pays attention to even what you're drinking. I had a business dinner and I was so nervous about ordering a tonic and lime. Like, is everyone going to look at me? Are they right. going to think there's something wrong with me? Are they going to ask a lot of questions? They're all going to think I'm pregnant. Um, nobody said anything. Right. And it's like literally nobody noticed. Right. So if that's a, a hang up for you, if you are curious, um, that was a surprise for me that really no, no one. You know, no one paid attention. You know, and there are some things that don't set well with people right away, right? I, honestly, you'll, uh, I think boredom is one of the big things because they, you, you know, some of the, if, if, if you were used to doing that, like let's say it's Friday night or Saturday or, or, or happy hour time during the week, right? And you go out and you don't have that cocktail and you're not in that same frame of mind as everybody else you feel kind of a little left out because you're so used to it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I, I hear that a lot from people that are like, I'm kind of bored because everything that everybody else wants to do revolves around drinking. So I feel, and then I'm like, it, it's not quite as fun if you're the only one that's not. And I can understand that. And that's a, that's a really, that, that's a real thing. So it's like, that's one of the things a lot of people run into. And as you mentioned a little bit ago, we, we were talking about a lot of the people, if your relationship with them just revolved around alcohol, everything you did together revolved around drinking, a lot of that often fades. You know what I'm saying? Because that whole relationship was based yeah. on drinking. And the, and the invitations kind of fall off. Yeah. You know, and, right. you, and you have to be prepared for that and okay with it. And that doesn't mean it doesn't suck. Right. But you just kind of expected i guess if you had relationships like that right and a lot of people do yeah, i think so. a lot of people do but then you'll you'll find and this is weird you'll find a lot of people that's why they call it sober curious are curious about what you're doing and how it makes you feel and have considered giving it a try themselves 
Right. I and- mean, that's 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 where it, you you realize that there's more people thinking about it than they may let on. That's right? why I think it's yeah. cool to have a conversation about it and right. just talk about what our experience has been to this point. Um, do you think that you will have cocktails again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I'll tell you why because I've uh, I'm one of the individuals that can have one or two, mm-hmm. right? And there's and I've met a lot of people who can't. They tell me that though. They're straight up honest. They're like, once I hit the go button, I'm only there to get drunk. Like I know for a fact. Like, I really, really enjoy a good glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And I'm never, ever going to deny myself having a good glass of wine. Or, you know what I'm saying? I, I, it just doesn't bother me. Even, I would say, like a good scotch or rye whiskey during the holidays to have something like that just to enjoy, but not to get intoxicated. I think if you're drinking to get drunk and on a regular basis, that's when you probably might want to, Give yourself a check, right? Or talk exactly. to or talk to somebody. But uh the more and more I dig into it, I like not drinking right now because I'm I feel better and I'm like, I didn't know what months on end without it would feel like. It's like, you know what, you feel really good. Yeah. One of the best things is getting up in the morning. You'll really, really notice a difference. Especially if you're, you know, you get you get a little bit older in your thirties and forties and fifties. The the mild hangover is a real thing. If you, you have get quality it, sleep when you're not drinking, yeah. And if you're and if you're and you know what I'm talking about, if you've had a few drinks on a Friday or Saturday night and you get up the following morning, you feel it. There's just that fuzziness, yeah. like in your head, in your mouth. Brain fog is a big part of it. You know, that's another thing. That's that pe- a great phrase for it. Yeah, that people say it kind of clears, right? That sludgy that's in your mind. That clears out after a while because it can take, depending on how much you've drank, it can take months. You want to talk about clear for that to get out of your skin, (laughs) right? Right. That I knew that was a big thing. I I hear that. Like, look at this. Look at my skin. I do hear that from a lot of people. (laughs) Your skin is nice. But again, I want to emphasize that if there's a lot of us like you and I that can just set set it down and not drink anymore and we're not dealing with physical withdrawals no, and, and all of that that's stuff. why i pointed right. out it there's there's different levels i encourage certainly. people if you legitimately if you have any symptoms physical symptoms please talk to your doctor yeah don't go it alone because no. it's very dangerous and if you tell him that you want you know to stop drinking and you have a legit physical addiction they can give you things that will help you yeah. And not only that, but they can uh, refer you to the right people who will help you with the emotional side of it as well. So get help if, if you're down that road. But again, like us, there's this growing movement of people that just want to see what life is like without alcohol. I found that the longer we go, and we're approaching 90 days without drinking. The end of this week, right? The longer I go without it, um, like the less I even think about it. At first, I... I was, I just felt awkward. I was right. worried right. about what people were going to think and what people were going to say. And the longer, the more time passes, the less I even think about it. Okay. Now approaching three months, which will be at the end of this week, what's the biggest change or changes? Tell me about some of the things that you've noticed 
that have really improved and something or things that you're becoming more aware of? Number one by far is my anxiety. Okay. Is That's dramatically sure. reduced. Right. Like, I, I see that. Dramatically. I see that. Yeah. In, in so many ways. Um, I would say that's by far the best thing right that's happened. I just I just feel better mentally. Yeah. Um physically my, my skin is rocking. I mean <laughs> right. it is. I am I, sorry. I, I think everybody, guys <laughs> and girls both notice that. They, they really I, do. Yeah. It's funny I saw uh Anne Hathaway on Instagram on some red carpet and people were like, "She is aging in reverse. First, what is she doing with her skin? And a lot of people were like, oh, she's rich. It's Botox. And then people started pointing out she stopped drinking about a year and a half ago. And right. that's probably got more to do with it than anything else. For sure. Because it really does. Like, whew, skin, good. No alcohol, lots of water. Lots of water. Um, sleep, for sure. That's a huge, a huge thing. Um, like the bloat and the puffiness. Yeah. And like your stomach feels better. There's, I think there's a ton of, I don't think, I know, there's a ton of physical benefits. Uh, but the mental benefits are really what's kept me down this path. Sure, right. What about you? Well, first and foremost for me would probably be sleep. I've always struggled with sleep. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just my whole life. So I would say for sure sleep right off the bat because if, if you have any alcohol at all, it doesn't matter how much it is. If it's just a few few drinks, you're not getting the quality of sleep you think no. you are. So when you're not drinking five or six hours in your bed at night, to me, is far greater than eight, nine, or ten if you've been drinking. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to get quality sleep and, and, and that REM, right, that, that you really need. So sleep stands out for sure. One of the things that I guess that a lot of people might notice as well, but probably it doesn't get brought up as much is uh, I've always liked food, but if you completely take alcohol away from like, if, if you go out to eat at all, it, I just think that food is taking on like a, a new refreshed take as well. I, I just, I like it. I, I'm enjoying food more. Interesting. A, a little bit too much. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Honestly, and people ask that all, a lot too. Did you lose any weight? So I've lost about 10 pounds, but I've also been been aware of what I've been eating. Mm -hmm. I have been eating healthier as well. And I'm not having the evening cocktails, which but, which are evening calories. There, there's yeah. a lot of calories in cocktails. Sure. And there would always be the evening cocktails specifically on the weekends and then like oh i i gotta eat something before i go to bed right because i don't want to feel like crap in the morning right so it, it would be a pizza or it would be midnight cheeseburgers on the traeger which we did oh, more yeah. times than i care to admit oh when the p pandemic was starting uh-huh yeah and so when you eliminate all of that you you do lose a couple of pounds yeah um i haven't been very particularly careful with what I've been well, eating. No, I haven't, I really haven't either. focused on nutrition, uh, which I feel better when I am. So that would probably be the next step is to focus more on nutrition. I have a sweet tooth. Well, we, 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 we currently own every piece of Reese's 
Easter candy on the planet. There is an obscene amount of variety when it comes to Reese's Easter candy. <laughs> yeah, there, there's. It is. I mean, it's a lot. We have a lot. And yeah. and they do say that, especially if you have a sweet tooth, when you cut out alcohol, your body will crave that sugar and want to replace the sugar yeah. from the alcohol. That, yeah, I, um, I actually, and I did notice that, that. And I just, I just kind of let myself like go through, go through that wave. Right. I was like, sure. I'm not gonna restrict what I'm eating and beat myself up. It was just like, I, I'm committed to not drinking alcohol and I'll just kind of let, let the rest ride right until it goes away. Cause it, right. it, it, it has to, it's, it's dramatically reduced the sugar cravings, Sure, but that's something else I've noticed. Uh, but, but yeah, but going back to that, that conversation, uh, food, including desserts, I love desserts, flourless chocolate cake. Uh, I, I know the bell. I had Real some, good. <laughs> I had some of that last night. But uh, on on the flip side of that, a lot of people, because that's some of the improvements. To me, it was uh, taste, just overall feeling. I feel better and certainly sleep better. Uh And everybody, and it doesn't matter who you are, will notice when you look in the mirror, the skin on your face looks, you'll you'll just see an improvement week after week after week. It's amazing. It really is. Uh, Some of the negative things. And because I mean, it's not all a bed of roses, but I one thing I really enjoy is a uh, a beverage, an adult beverage, glass of wine or a whiskey or something like that, or even a, a beer. When I'm listening to really good music, just that relaxing, you know, that calming feeling, and uh, I, I I that hasn't changed for me. I still like every time I'm listening to anything. I don't care if it's good jazz, classic rock, whatever. I enjoy a a cocktail when I'm listening to music. I don't know what, I don't know what specifically what what the reason is, but the two just kind of go hand in hand to me. Maybe that's why every outdoor music festival out there is just a a four day booze <laughs> yeah. fest. I don't know, but I was telling you, I was like, you know, when we were at Caesar's Palace. Enjoying a really good glass of red wine, watching Elton John. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to deny myself that. Sure. Right. And and that's the key. Because if, if you're, I, I had, a, I watched a sober coach talk about that one time. He said, if, if you won't have a beverage sh- solely because you, you feel shameful, have the beverage. He goes, if, if that's the reason you're doing it, that's that. Don't. Just have it. You can have, you can have the yeah. drink. If you have a problem and you know that you will and you know that that's always going to be that first step towards yep. just going down that road, then don't, yeah. right? And it was a really good, I thought that was a really good piece of advice. And you know, that's don't, don't let people shame you. A point where you have to look inside yourself right, and know right, right. and be honest with yourself. Like, that is can the honest I, God, Can I have a glass of wine while I listen to music? Right. And wash the glass, put it away, and go to bed? Or if I have one glass of wine, am I going to have six? And by the way, if you're interested in, in, in giving this a shot, you will find that a lot of people find a lot of different methods because Alcoholics Anonymous is a wonderful program for a lot of people, but there's a lot of people who don't like it and don't use it, and they're every bit as successful. And there's a I lot of that. free resources online. Yeah. There's a lot of Facebook communities that are supportive of a sober lifestyle. There's uh, like mocktail cookbooks and mocktail Instagram accounts that are really fun to follow if you're looking for. I found that what I miss is just the feel of the nice 
the nice glass, that experience of yeah. having a nice glass and something to sip out of, which is why I order my tonic in a pretty glass because and, I don't want to look like a toddler with my sippy cup. <laughs> right, my big pop right. glass and a straw. Right, yeah. And it's okay. I, it is. It's okay to order it in a pretty glass. They might wink at you or roll their eyes, but it's okay. Yeah, they might, yeah. I'm like, charge me extra. I don't mind. And and they will. <laughs> By the way, one thing you'll start to see a lot more of, and you and I have noticed this in bigger cities, is dry bars. That is a thing. Yeah. And it's, it's in major metropolitans. And I follow some Instagram accounts where they highlight them. And they're cool. They're they're mocktail bars. Right. Where there is no alcohol, but you can go in and have a nice beverage in a pretty glass and sit and visit and there's music playing. I think it's cool. It, it, it I, well, again, it's, it's a growing movement and it's led by a younger generation. And I've mentioned this in the past, but there, there are, there's people that believe that this youngest generation, you know, the kids that are in grade school now will look back and view alcohol kind of in the same manner that a lot of us look at tobacco now, which is crazy to think about. But that's the honest to God truth. As people lean more towards the CBD and cannabis type product that's out there that's not as harmful. Listen, please don't at me. <laughs> no, be like, at right. You. I, well, I know. I know. But people, there's everybody was like, that's a gateway. No, it's not. The CBD, <laughs> CBD products are not a gateway to anything other than it makes there's healing properties for a lot of people that they not everybody. Again, this is a, like a. Everybody's different type thing, but you're going to see more natural things like that. And locally, the CBD centers has some neat products. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. CBD centers here in Mankato have some great beverages, uh, you know, edibles and things like that. If you're and, looking for yes. a, a, a relaxed feeling without drinking alcohol. Or things that will help you with your sleep. Yeah. Right? And just uh, overall joint pain. There are products out there, and that's a great example of one uh, business again that is finding the the future and even right? like cork and key locally they have a really nice yeah. island of alcohol-free products that they there's do a, uh, a, a gin an alcohol de-alcoholized gin there's a de-alcoholized tequila and those so you, bitter those bitter tonics that we bit, buy are bitters, delicious bitters yeah. and is it called bitters and poor bitters and tonic no, bitters oh bitters and, and poor is, is a bar in rochester that's a speakeasy in rochester right Which, by the way i went there yeah when I wasn't <laughs> drinking and I ordered tonic water and they brought it to me in a pretty glass. I would, I, I will tell people this. And here's another question that comes up too. Well, what, what's some of the alternatives if you want to try that? I can tell you that all of our liquor stores in Mankato have a great, have great alternatives for non-alcoholic beverages. And they and all do. Non-alcoholic Every one of them. beer. There's yes. some non-alcoholic breweries like Athletic Brewing, uh, Wellbeing. The beer is good. Like I got home Friday. We had non-alcoholic beer in the fridge. I beautiful evening. I took out ice cold beer, put it in my brewmate, drank drank a non-alcoholic beer Friday after work. Right. And you still have that that ritual, that end of the week feeling. But I woke up Saturday morning feeling great. Listen, and by the way, before you you criticize any of these drinks, the the non-alcoholic beers have been like one of the initial successes with this trend. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't believe it until you try it. It's not just the old near beer that your your dad would have around. It's non-alcoholic beer now is a real thing, and they've got it down to a science. I can tell you this. The non-alcoholic wines 
No. You it it's not they're yeah, never going to get that. Tr- that's a tricky one. Don't yeah. Real wine is the only way to go. I took not a even a question. The alcoholized uh Sauvignon Blanc that we got up in the cities and I was going to a birthday party and I took it and I sipped on it and it was all right. Like it gave me the feel. I had the glass and it looked the same as everyone else's. It gave me the experience of drinking wine, but it did not taste like wine. Yeah. I should have just brought tonic. Right. I know. I know. I'm like the the tonic girl. And I, yeah, to me, and like that. Now, that's an example of something that I will it, never deny myself. Like if I'm going to set down to a 16 ounce ribeye, I'm, I will never look be like, well, I can't have that delicious glass of red wine with the steak. I'm never going to be that person. I know there are people that are, and I understand that. But sober curious, you don't have to be a raging alcoholic to just give it a try. You might just give up alcohol forever. I think that that's closer to the boat that I'm in. And through a lot of self-reflection over the last three months... Um, if I drink one glass of wine, I'll probably have three yeah, or I'm, four. And, and I, and I know, I think I'm learning that well, about myself. Well, okay. in your defense, I don't know. I don't I know. need defense. No, no, but I'm talking about, I know. But if you surround yourself with an environment like that, that happens more often. Yeah. Than not, and right? so yeah. I guess I shouldn't say that if you had one glass of wine, would I have three? No, I, I no. could, I, I could have one glass, but I just, I just don't know if I necessarily want to I, right well I, I would say here's the point i'm at i'm at the point where i will never say that i'm not going to have like a glass of wine or a uh, uh a, a, a neat glass of whiskey like you know an ounce or two pour that i just i really enjoy that and i and i think and I, I i know i can handle that but i will tell i will tell you this i've really enjoyed this long stand and it's it and it has taught me enough to where i will change my habits in the future here's what i would say to that point i'm i'm never going to give alcohol the importance that it used to have in my life yeah i think that's a great way to put it i think a lot of people if they if if a lot of people can find that balance Mm -hmm. a lot of people can but they've again don't beat yourself up because so much in society and uh in our society is built around having cocktails. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything, everything, right? It's You don't realize it until you just stand back and take notice. And it's crazy. It is absolutely bonkers. But you can exist without it and, yeah. Oh, yeah. and still have fun and still have friends and still be social. Right. And your life doesn't end. No, it does not end. Which I... Is is a is a thing that I certainly crossed my mind. Like, am right. I going to have any friends? Am I gonna, am I going to get invited anywhere? Am I going to go do anything? Yes. What? Here here's one more thing before we go. There's one more thing that I I notice all the time now, and it took me a while to really catch on. But every time now when we go out to eat, our bill is a fraction <laughs> of what well, it used to be. Like, you want to know why? Because that all? If you have one before your meal. Maybe one during and one after. That's usually, if you have two people, you've probably racked up another 60, 80 bucks Absolutely. on your tab. Oh, totally. Right? It's it's crazy. So I, I that's one thing that you'll just, you'll notice right away. But 
Again, if you legitimately feel like you have a problem and you need alcohol in your system continuously to function, go get help, right? Obviously, talk to your doctor and don't try something like that alone. If you're like us and you want to just see what it would be like to go for an extended period of time without alcohol in your life and kind of look at where you're at, I'd encourage you to give it a try because it is an eye-opening experience. And feel free, like, message us on Instagram if you have questions. I'm finding that there's a lot more people that want to have this conversation that didn't know who to have it with or or anyone that was actually out experiencing it. So, and you'll find you'll you'll also find other people that are that are doing the same thing or have kind of the same story that you'll just run into them. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm not the only one doing Mm -hmm. this, right? That happens a lot. All right. Remember, you can always find us. We have a website and social media as well. Georgeandjess.com. Find George and Jess podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and you'll get a notification when we're live every morning at 6. Have a wonderful day. It's going to be beautiful today. We should see 60s. So Enjoy. Here comes spring. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 6.